Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Drunk women fever, antihistamines, and now gin, <laughs> and the heat, and oh my god, I just, I just feel You're real right. okay, <laughs> I feel really good, I'm joined as always by Hannah George, hello friends, aka Detective Butt Stuff, <laughs> found out what that means in the last three weeks, <laughs> I have an ew, <laughs> And Detective Katie Wilkins. Detective Sasshole. Sassy? Sure. Entitled, you betcha. (laughs) Come? Maybe. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight. I've got a couple shout-outs to do, actually. We've had a couple requests, so I'm going to kick off with those, and we'll get the, the show started. First of all... I understand we have somebody called Charlotte in the audience. We were contacted by her mother, Lucinda. And Lucinda just wants to say, Charlotte, you're my hero. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. And she wrote the loveliest email. So there you are. Let's hear it for Charlotte. Let's hear it for Charlotte. Thank you for coming. Fantastic. And the other one is, I just want to say, we have two people that flew in 
from Sweden. <laughs> Not just for this show. They wanted to see London for some reason. I would never leave Sweden if I lived in Sweden. I'm just saying that. But Edith and her father, Klaus! Also, I met someone on the way to the toilet who, again, she's not here for us, but she is from New Zealand. Oh, oh my God, we're just so global. We're so global. Oh, we're so global. Guys, what is drunk women solving crime? <laughs> a cult, that's uh, for the podcast. Listeners. You're goddamn right, it's a cult. Seal the doors. <laughs> Please don't seal the doors. Guys, this is where a telecom fraud meets a tequila slammer. Ooh. It's where insider trading meets an in-and-out martini. Ooh. And where legal loopholes meet lagoon punch. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime! Is there any more admin? I think we've, oh, we've done I it. I think we've covered it. I would love to introduce our guest. She's fantastic. Please welcome comedian. Oh, I'm going to nail this name. I really am. Suchandrika Chakrabarty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Hey. Hello. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank Hello. you. Suchandrika, thank you so much for being with us. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan. Oh, Yay! my gosh. The pleasure is all ours. Now, you know, we always start off the podcast with the same question. She's, bra she's getting into brace position. <laughs> Suchandrika, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Well, somebody broke up with me in a restaurant where they were doing the conga and Hannah was there. <laughs> it was weird. No, um... <laughs> That didn't happen. Were you the, the woman I hugged? <laughs> we met in a toilet. It yeah. was beautiful. I think, um, did we kiss? No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not here because I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I had a crime happen to me, the same crime, two times. I believe you caught it twice. Yes. It's bad. The first time, Barcelona. 1992, Ooh. Olympics fever. Imagine two people who look like me, but they're adults, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult, I'm an adult! Oh my God, I got so in the zone. <laughs> I'm oh, an adult. wow. Yeah. Do you have a minimum age for this podcast? I'm, ten, I'm twice it. <laughs> it's 1992, I'm like eight or nine. Me and my parents, my older brother, we're in Barcelona on holiday. Olympic fever, as I mentioned. Um, we hired, thank you for nodding. I need, I need a... <laughs> they'd hired a car. We came back to it. They parked somewhere and um, came back to it. And, like, the back little window had been smashed in. Oh, and okay. people had stolen hooligans, ruffians. Oh, the, the Catalan equivalent. The riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, in Barcelona, Baddies. it's pronounced... Riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, X's instead of... Yeah. Oh, God, we're really bad at languages in this country. <laughs> um, sounds really bad. And then, fast forward to, um, I'm 18, it's 2001, um, doing my A-levels. I did medieval history A-level. Oh. And other ones, like normal ones. But, like, I don't know what I was doing. So I was borrowing my brother's nice. car. I didn't have my own. And um, I'd just gone back to it to get something and someone had broken in the same little mini back window and it's all like safety glass everywhere and they'd stolen my flip-flops 
And um, my brother, I don't mean to make light of poor eyesight, but he's minus seven and minus nine, and they took his pair of glasses. Oh. He's a GP. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. He, Oh, no. <laughs> we have different names. <laughs> was, was this in Barcelona? No, this is in London where I went to school, yeah. Uh, Sorry, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I just stayed in Barcelona. <laughs> Looking for the guy. It just keeps happening in Barcelona. So did he have, Wait, did he have uh, like, did he need his spare glasses? I mean, yeah, I think he... Oh, and the worst bit was... Do you remember when... <laughs> <laughs> he probably did, um, but yeah, he did have glasses. But um, <laughs> he had a main set. <laughs> His other ones were, like, very sort of, like, horn rim. He can't <laughs> afford I do. to break those. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, fucking minus seven and a minus... I'm a minus six in one eye. Yeah. And that is not a... That's not a good eye. That's just, no, like... No, I really can't bad. see fuck all. So no. the, uh, the idea of a minus seven and a minus nine... In fact, I remember... I remember going to the opticians and saying, when do the numbers stop? Like, oh, when, do, when do I become oh. like, you know, do, can you go to minus 30 or? Oh. Well, the last time I went to the optician a couple, um, couple of months ago, they said my eyes were getting better. What? And I was like, oh, great. And then they said, oh, you're probably getting long sighted because you're nearly 40. And I was like, oh. It was a man, yes. <laughs> uh, I was just like, so there's, there's the numbers or just them using your age against you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Long-sightedness is cool, though. I love watching my dad read a menu. Like, it is great. Like, he needs he needs a fucking selfie stick now. Like, it's just amazing. Oh, shrimp cocktail, yum! Like, it's just great. I love the idea. I love the idea of your GP having, like, a novelty pair of glasses. <laughs> And he has to wear them that day. Like, they're just enormous. They wear like, his Groucho mm. Marx glasses. Leave him alone. Be nice to my brother. The diagnosis is not good. So, <laughs> okay, so smashed window. What did they What did they steal out of the Barcelona car? Barcelona one. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking a lot of Olympics merchandise. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny, but, like, Olympics merchandise. Like, That's what was going on. That's what was happening like, at the There time. you go. We're you taking back the merch. Yeah. It's our merch. <laughs> like, it wasn't great. Oh. Also, though, it seems weird. If you're going to break into a car, why do the sort of little shitty window at the back? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just break the fucking windscreen and sort of be a man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The windscreen. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how you break into a car. Go home. I mean, go home. Yes, correct. Yeah, go big or go home. Break, yeah. like, sunroof. Do the sunroof. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. it. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting all macho about breaking into a car. I imagine I'd probably just use, use the keys. This is brought our whole side somebody, of you. Somebody <laughs> needs to take down these petty thieves and call them pussies. <laughs> and Hannah George is here to do that. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that you were a double victim of a, a window-based crime. <laughs> and in fact, uh, in the vehicular category. Very sorry to hear that. So we, we always give the opportunity to say, if you could speak to either or both of these perpetrators, what would you say? I haven't driven since 2006. How'd you like me now? What are you going to break it to now? I do live in places with windows, so. <laughs> I would just walk away. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Being passive aggressive to <laughs> a purpose one. <laughs> I like uh, that, though. That's classy. Yeah, very, very zen. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think it was the same person? 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> they went from Barcelona in 1992 to Walthamstow. Yes. 
2001, before it was gentrified, Waltham State Villages. I know you're in here. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, and they're just waiting for a third time. Yeah, <gasps> I feel like, because like, they're the person Ooh. you'd least suspect. Is it my brother? <laughs> <laughs> he just he wanted the insurance on those really expensive glasses. He was going for the other car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, please don't let I probably never take the mic out of him. <laughs> oh, your poor brother. Oh. He's a really nice guy. I mean he sounds great. He's a GP. He's got like he's, similar... o- he's overcome his eyesight problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is why we ask this question, because you just never know which route it's gonna go. It's often just and taking down a family family member for no reason <laughs> just throwing them under the bus oh dear well thank you oh sorry. Ooh, we got more we questions got a, we got a question from the audience oh wow oh, what's the worst bit oh. you were listening really well yeah. well oh, done yes thank you thank you thank you are you going to edinburgh this year by any chance i've got a show <laughs> you mean every day um, the worst bit was this is one for the for a certain generation. Um, do you remember when to play CDs in your car you had to have like a little tape thing? Oh. They stole that! Oh, what? The, the front bit? Oh, yeah, like you put it in God, the tape yes. deck and it plays a little yeah. CD. They stole that! Right. They wanted me to drive, and I did drive home with the sound of the glass clinking. <laughs> they hated me. So, it was definitely my brother. So you <laughs> had to put, it had like a cassette that yeah. you had to put in, but that attached it's to attached the CD, CD player. player. Yeah. Just because there were some very audible gasps from our young front row. <laughs> and so I had to spell out that technology. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember That's right, that. guys. It was the turn of the century. Yeah, I would plug it into my iPod shuffle. Yeah. What an iPod shuffle is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandchildren love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Do gosh. You want yes. Oh. I definitely don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, thank you. Your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. Yeah. Okay, guys, are you ready to solve some true crime? <laughs> Woo! Yeah! I don't know why I'm doing all these voices, but it's gonna keep happening. So, <laughs> do your English voice. Do your English voice. What? <laughs> do English voice. Oh no, no, no. Do what voice? English uh, voice. Essentially, do my voice. Me when I was doing the uh, this guy. He's just like, <laughs> he's just a bloody rascal, isn't he? Is I that can't... my voice? <laughs> <laughs> Is Guy Ritchie in? No, it's not. Your voice. I was never gonna accept that challenge. Talk Hello. like me. Like that. What could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> your impression of me is good. You've done it once. Oh. Have I? No, I can't. <laughs> I've never done. I can't do you. You've done a me once. <laughs> Title of. That's all it takes. The sex okay. mixtape. Yay! <laughs> now we've started. <laughs> Well, guys, we've done we've done some pretty juicy cases on this podcast, haven't we? But buckle up because <laughs> pathetic. Because... No, that was really nice. <laughs> well, you know that I like to give clues about my case in my this meets that. So I don't know who is paying attention, but this involves the world's first telecommunications fraud. Oh. oh. Baby. Nerds, assemble, because this is your fucking night, okay? Come with me on this. I love this case. Your first question, guys. When did the first telecommunications fraud occur? What year was it? Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> like, my oh. deepest fear has come true. Oh. She's asking me about the telecoms. No. <laughs> it sort of depends what telecoms is. What's the definition of a telecom? It, nice, nice. Well, Flavor time, flavor time. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny you should ask that, Hannah. I mean, usually we think of telecommunication as communication at a distance using electrical signals or electromagnetic waves. (laughs) Telephones, radios, and these days more sophisticated internet, social media platforms like Pinstagram and TickleTalk. (laughs) Does that help? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it does, because is it Alexander Graham Bell, I believe, was, was he's the phone guy? Yeah, yeah, he's I the fun guy. I literally think everyone knows. I and I'm like, Alexander it. Graham Bell, ladies and gentlemen. If he was the fraudster, <laughs> that would be brilliant. Yeah, Ooh. so I reckon as soon as a new thing is invented, you get porn of it and you get fraud of it. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? It's like phone, like fucking someone yeah. fucking a phone would it's have been like happened. Newton's law. <laughs> Queen Victoria was fucking a phone somewhere. Like, it, just like it happened. And because didn't he rang Queen Victoria <laughs> to say... <laughs> I love I'm, you. I love you, babe. <laughs> it's your... I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think we're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? I'm just like, what do I know about phones? Alexander Graham Bell. No, I Queen love Victoria. this. Queen and Victoria he rang Queen Victoria. <laughs> the Queen Victoria stuff is gold. Yeah. <laughs> he did ring Queen Victoria, though. That is a fact. He did, yeah. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> so I... <laughs> What's a refrigerator? Do you want it's more It's your children? vagina, ma'am. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I reckon it's, I'm going to go 1880. Okay. I reckon it's as soon as fucking... Wow. Okay, all right, all right. I think it'll be like whenever the phone book was invented. Because <laughs> then you can ring people and say, hello, I... Uh, I've <laughs> Do you give it like do you keep like... going do keep going <laughs> when the phone book comes through the door now though I'm like she's got so thin like she's she's nothing now you phone still book. get phone books yeah occasionally well I mean the last one I got was two years yeah. ago but it's yeah. like I genuinely didn't know they still made them oh no that's use. cute I used to stand on them to reach <laughs> things but yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. was it a boy in an advert <laughs> <laughs> they're too tall for me now <laughs> The curse of heteronormativity. <laughs> Not the only curse, but yeah. <laughs> there are more. <laughs> Down with heteronormativity. <laughs> yeah. So 18, I've got 1880. 1880? All right, I'm going to go... All right, there's a phone book in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah! In the 50s. So, 1955. Okay. 1912. Yeah. Hey. Yes! You are a fan. <laughs> well, Hannah George is the closest. It was actually the 1830s. Mm. Wow. Whoa. I told you to buckle up because you're thinking there was no form of telecommunication back then. Wasn't there, Katie? Wasn't there? There was. It's <laughs> <Morse> code. <laughs> On gramophone uh. recordings. Well, in this case... <gasps> It involves something called semaphore signaling. We're going to geek out on that shortly. But first, can you guys get... So it's just a lady in the front row is absolutely killing me. She's just like... I think she's she's saying, 
Help. Okay. You're right. Okay. Danger. Oh my God, danger. Like fucking flags and shit, right? Well, we will get to that. But in what country do you think this was the world's first national telecoms network? In what country in do you think this happened? In the 1830s. Germany. Germany. Okay. They did stuff. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. Ireland from the audience. Ireland? <laughs> it's given Ireland a lot of credit, isn't it? <laughs> if we say Britain, can we encompass the whole empire upon which the sun never set? <laughs> nice. They could have done one thing that oh. wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon? France. It was! <laughs> It's not nice to be so surprised when Hannah gets something right. I, mean, <laughs> we just, I don't mean to do that. Oh, did you get it from uh, the I'm audience? A, I'm a, I'm oh, it in the audience. I'm not a man. When I need facts, I ask a man. That's good. That, that was the opposite of a writer's room. <laughs> it was France. The men who committed this crime were brothers called Francois and Joseph Blanc. Would their names have been a giveaway as to the country? I, I mean, I want to fuck them both. Yes. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> the other choice was Canada. <laughs> so Francois and Joseph wanted to rig the national telecom system for their own financial gain. What do you think they did for a living? Uh, comedians? <laughs> magicians. Magicians. That's all I've got in my mind, magicians. Magicians? Okay. Brother okay. magicians. Okay. Yeah. Well, quite like, so, wait, this form of communication is flags and shit. <laughs> How does anyone benefit from that? What could your job be? They want to sell more flags? I don't know. <laughs> Are they like, oh, are they like journalists or something? Okay. Just in the sense that they're kind of like, if news is coming in and they can, they can kind of, are they like the Rupert Murdoch of their day? They're kind of like, I'm going to make the news be what I want it to be for my own Rupert Murdoch. Well, I think you're going along the right moral lines, Hannah. They were bankers. Okay. That's okay. right. That's right. The Blancs lived in Bordeaux, and they worked at the stock exchange trading government bonds. Now, the thing that influenced the value of these bonds the most was everything going on in Paris. So, in theory, if anybody could get a tip-off from Paris down to Bordeaux in time, you could make a fortune. Oh. Right? Have you guys seen Trading Places? No. It's, it's just like this, except it's aged better. <laughs> Slightly less racist in this case. Uh, trading les places. Trouble is, it took a long time for a letter to go from Paris to Bordeaux. How many days do you think it took to get a letter delivered? From Paris in the to 1830s? Bordeaux. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's quite moment. a drive now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is quite a drive now, like, Katie. Is Bordeaux yes. like at the it's bottom? It's down. Okay. Well, it's southwest, isn't it? And 1830, we're right? thinking. Horses? Is there trains? Yeah. No, it's horses. A French horse going, I don't know, maybe I trot. <laughs> yeah, and they all take two hours off for lunch. Maybe I canter for you, I don't know. You've got to count in all the French horse strikes as well. <laughs> Those horses love going on strike. Oh, a cheval, you can't trust it. <laughs> Unionised the moment they started. Drunk women solving crime. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I'm saying six months, yeah. <laughs> it's taking six months for a letter to get there. <laughs> Four days. Brilliant. Four so days. Two okay. seasons. <laughs> Four days. Something in between. Three months. Okay. Uh, Katie, you said four days? Yeah. It's five days. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Nice. It's very nice. Now, little fun side fact. These were not the first bankers who tried to rig the system. Uh, some other people had tried to get a message from Paris to Bordeaux more quickly than the letter. Ooh. What method do you think that might have been? A blimp. A blimp. Oh, love a blimp. Le blimp. Oh, le blimp. It is uh, fat like the Americans. <laughs> I just kissed my cigarette because, <laughs> because I quit smoking when I was 25, but I've never stopped wanting one. That's what that was in the mime, just mwah. So what you're saying is, what is faster than a horse in France in 1830? That is what I am asking. Le okay. guillotine. <laughs> Did you say guillotine? The guillotine? Yeah, the guillotine. <laughs> Republican that thing, that thing was fast. <laughs> it just, it's just that it, it was coined down. It was coined it was coined <laughs> Have you got a steam train? Are we talking steam trains at that time? No, because that's Not like yet. 1860s. Not yet. Shit! Carrier pigeons! Oh! Well done! Oh! Nice. They tried to send a message by carrier pigeon, but it didn't work, I assume, because somebody caught it and ate it. <laughs> oh, France. <laughs> so here we go. How did France's semaphore signaling work? How did the system work? We've talked about flags. I'm not saying flags are correct. I'm just putting that out there. How would this have worked? Only from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then again, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., end of the day. <laughs> and a pension. A pension. <laughs> I don't think that's what a pension is. <laughs> I think it was a guest house. A la Rochelle. I'm going to stop. <laughs> God, I mean, I, yeah, flags is the first so thing. I'm so out of my depth with this. 
Why, like, why can't they use Morse code? What the hell is going on? <laughs> well, if they're so far away, you, you presume that you've got a guy in Paris who's signalling to someone not far oh, is away it like so the they can Romans see it. with their fires? Yeah, they'd have... Yeah, but they'd have to they'd be make able to a straight road. How, yeah, is it a series of towers with flags? <laughs> what is this? You're so close. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. You're so close. All just to, like, fuck the stock market. That's so exciting. It was a series... Of signaling towers. Yes! Why didn't we learn about this in school? I know I say that on every episode. <laughs> Did some of you learn about this in school? Uh, no, you didn't. I, I mean, disclaimer, I say this on every episode. I'm like, what in the... All I did was cut class. <laughs> so I say this all the time. I probably would have learned Did you get many, taught many about Queen Victoria fucking a phone? So I feel like that's seminal to sort of the British identity. We did learn about that, okay, yes, Anna, but we didn't speak of it in such a so- crass manner. Because <laughs> we respect the crown. Are we? So did they do fires? Mm-mm. Oh. So they had built a series of signaling towers with huge... So for the listeners, there was somebody in the front row dancing with her arms moving, and that is so spot on what these things looked like. They were wooden signaling arms, and each tower had an operator with levers and pulleys who had to be able to copy whatever they saw from the signaling tower there. So it's like the slowest wave at a football game (laughs) match that you've ever seen. That feels like by the end, it's going to be fucking bullshit. It's just going to be, do you know what I mean? It's just going to be like, the stock market's a jelly and I fucked your mum? What? It is, isn't it? It's like that kid's game where you all have to whisper and then the last person has to say. Back to the towers. So they were built just close enough that the next tower could see the signal and then they formed the same signal. It gets passed down the line. Although it still took a long time, it took just a few hours. Compared to five days. Um, But what were some of the barriers in trying to hack into this system? Why couldn't they just start using this and getting the messages sent down? What's going on here? I just keep thinking of, like, McAfee security updates. Like, (laughs) what was was the original version? What did they install? Like, little little curtains? People wouldn't... (laughs) (laughs) It was just a man going, don't watch, but I want to, but don't. (laughs) They're very enticing. Uh, Don't watch. Okay. <laughs> so people started to sort of hack it. Well, it well that's what these brothers did. Security outside stopping you getting into the tower. Yes, but like surely anyone can see it, right? Am I? What's... Anyone can see it. Yeah. Well, because I'm yep. thinking of them like lighthouses, right? <clears throat> yep. So anyone, if you're anywhere along the line, you will see this, and you go, "Well, maybe I'll put a tenner on." A knobby or whatever. Yeah, but you still got to. I I actually have a lot of investments. But myself. you still have to get to Bordeaux before the hands do. No, because if 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 you're getting the information from Paris, the par- the information is the same, right, from Paris. So if or you're just you can, outside you can Paris, place a bet anywhere, and you can go because it doesn't change, right, from Paris to Bordeaux. It does not change from Paris to Bordeaux. Bordeaux. And like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so if you're just no, outside exactly Paris, and you're mean. like, oh shit, they're telling me who's gone on Love Island or whatever, if they're telling me important information, yeah. I can go, I'm going to nick that. What was the question? <laughs> what were the barriers in trying to hack into the system? Oh, so they stopped it. You're definitely onto something. And so is Katie. 
we're waiting for some. The blind stuff was onto some, okay. Um, <laughs> paying, paying people, like, so they had to employ <gasps> local people, yeah. maybe getting a dodgy person. I was like, person, a man. It's gonna yeah, be a man. Yeah, you need someone on the inside. <laughs> yeah. He was like, that's definitely an A. It's definitely an E. No, it's an A. I don't know what letters. They have those letters in front of Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You guys have all hit it. You really Woo! have. Oh. Well done. I'm so proud of this team. Oh. I'm so excited you're coming with me on this nerd journey. I really am. There's no blood. There's no blood at all, but it's so exciting. Aww. <laughs> There'll be blood if you keep heckling. <laughs> Just kidding. I just wanted to go back to my stand-up days for one second, and now I'm back. Okay. <laughs> okay, the first barrier was, this was a governmental service only. This was only to send official messages, so it wasn't just a public thing where you could, like, tell your girlfriend in Paris that you want to fuck her, you know? Although, picture phone sex <laughs> on this network. Oh, yeah. Great. What? I'm just imagining a wicked man. <laughs> you wearing. <laughs> I've already come. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You had, you had a question. Did you have a question? I, I just I, I could just imagine the wicker man. Oh, the kind of burning a wicker man. Yeah. Mm. There is a bit of like they they do look a little bit human. So wait, so it, yeah. it's, it's a governmental thing? It's a governmental thing. Oh, I thought they were doing the fraud, i.e. they were the ones setting up the different points, but these no. are official points, and oh, then these we're are doing official fraud. points. So it definitely takes some bribing to oh. get this to work. But Hannah, you were touching on another important issue, which is it had to do with who could decode them. Oh. I didn't even think for a second they were coded. <laughs> I just yeah. thought... Yeah, so they had a checkpoint outside of Paris where they would intercept anything that wasn't official governmental business. So there are high-level people working there to make sure that nothing dodgy is going down the line. But the other thing is, um, well, who do you think understood the code? Who in the system, <laughs> the nerds, who in the line would have to know what anything means? Well, I guess the people doing the waving actually wouldn't necessarily have to know. They would not have to know. None of the middlemen knew. So the man in Bordeaux. Yeah. So one at the end and one at the beginning in Paris, and there was the only people. Do you think like one in the middle? So they checked. It didn't say. So this is now. God, sorry. I made of jelly, and I want to fuck him up. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is what I said. This is now like the. um, Oh fuck! I've forgotten. In the time it took Peter to say that, I forgot the word I needed. In the Second World War, the Enigma yeah, Code. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. They can they, Is that the, the plan to crack the code, or is it to bribe the decoder? Well, they had to bribe the operators at either end of this. Um, so they couldn't bribe the people that are at the Paris checkpoint because they are high-level officials, and they're like, we won't, we won't be able to get to them, and we'll get arrested right away if we do that. Um, so they I like had that for Paris. That feels right. Feels right for Paris. Yeah, right. Paris is kind of classy. I remember I watched a thing in France. It was set in France. Oh, what was it? It was <laughs> Landscapers. Have you watched that? It's a good series. It's a good series. But they were in France, and I was like, oh my God, they're in Paris. And I'm like, they're just in France. It wasn't Paris. <laughs> but you always assume they're going to be in Paris. Yeah. But no, Paris was better than It's that. like well everything is in New York. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What signal 
would all of the operators have to understand in order for this to work? So the middlemen don't understand the code, but they'd all have to understand one symbol. SOS, that's three symbols. Okay, <laughs> that's actually two symbols. Oh yeah! <laughs> Maths is hard. <laughs> Did you guys get the Barbie here that when you pulled it, it said, math class is tough? No, but... <laughs> oh, my we, God, no. We yes. saw the Simpsons episode where Lisa makes her own doll. Okay, but it didn't make it here. I mean, they pulled I it off the shelves because even in the not-so-feminist 80s, people were like, should we be telling girls this? No, is this, this the message? a real thing? Oh, yeah. Math class is tough. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. she speaks my truth. She does. Yeah, this is... I'm very conflicted. <laughs> I mean, I mean she's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's not it's, wrong. And then the next not one should be, but we can do hard things. No, sorry. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm yeah. much too earnest for a second show. God. Come on. <laughs> but stuff, Barbie. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so I reckon, and this is very basic, but is it a kind of, like, in terms of the, the thing, is it like yeah. a start and a finish? Are they like, yep. do you know what I mean? Because we're trying to get into the fucking dressing room upstairs. That's a great. Oh, and we're just like, oh my God, how do we do it? And we're like, we have to press C for cancel. Then we have to do the Oh number. my God, by the way, that's how they did the, in I want to say Encanto. What's it called? Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. Because, because, because that because will detonate a bomb. That's what they, they worked out that at the end of each message was Heil Hitler. So they could work out that what those letters must be. And then they could right. decode oh, the rest of it. Yes. And there's so many H's in Heil Hitler. There's so many H's. There's <laughs> at least two. two. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it sounds very H heavy, but um, oh, wow. Yeah. Have you seen that film? It's very sad, actually, at the end. The imitation the, game. The film that involves yeah. high, the words Heil Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> it's never going to end well. Yeah. Not a rom-com. I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> hey! I only watch, yeah, I only go for the feel-good Nazi films, but <laughs> there's so few and far between. Uh, any other ideas? What symbol they would have had to know? Maybe like, yeah, like delete, almost like an error. <laughs> they had to be able to do sort of the equivalent of backspace yeah. to show like, no, I fucked that up. Let everybody know that we should disregard what just got sent. And this is how they hacked into the system. <laughs> this is how they did that. But first they had to get around the checkpoint in Paris. So picture, there's a message that needs to be sent. It's going to go through a checkpoint where there are some high level governmental officials. They can't bribe those people. So how do they get around this? How do they get it to the first just run-of-the-mill tower dude to send down the line. <laughs> He's a bribed tower dude. So, like, the first corrupt, like, so the first, they're, like... they're bribing a tower dude to do their message, yep. not the government message. Well, they've got to work around that governmental security checkpoint. So how would you do that? Oh, how do they even get to the tower dude? How do they even get to the tower dude? They bring a basket of muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Are they poison muffins? <laughs> They're just really nice muffins. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I mean, I guess just money, right? If you're like a... They can't, they can't bribe these guys. Oh, I, thought I was talking about the tower dude. Oh, no, they bribe the tower dude. Oh, but, but, but they've got to get around... How do they get the message from A to B without A.5, the security checkpoint, 
filtering it and going, no, this is bullshit. This isn't the message. This isn't what the government Ooh, wants to say today. Oh, a giant birthday cake that they jump out. No. <laughs> <laughs> they wait for his siesta, Le which gâteau. is a week long. De espionage. Oh, yeah. They what? Wait for his siesta, which is a week long. Well, it's a two-hour <laughs> lunch break. No wonder we left yeah. Europe. This is terrible. I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> well, they basically just got a guy who could run really fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> no. No joke. And he would just speed around the checkpoint <laughs> until he got to the guy who was bribed. Well, he, what they, a combo. They, just back they to basics. Ran past security. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they gave it a pretty wide berth. <laughs> like, I don't think they ran through the office like, see you, suckers. <laughs> So it's just a guy. Did he not like fucking go on a skateboard? Like, why is he going just running? Go on a bike. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're running, Le there, are... <laughs> there are so many better ways to get places than running. Well, maybe he rode a horse. I don't know. We don't know that much about this case. It's old. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So. The tower operator had been very well bribed. He would then convey the market movements all the way to Bordeaux. Um, the messages were sent using this backspace signal. So how do you think that worked? How would you manipulate? Oh, they did Morse code with backspace. Oh, okay. That's a good guess. Did they like pretend they were all women in the towers? Going, oh my God, I got it so wrong. Oh my God, I've got to start again. <laughs> oh, I'm so silly. And then they did the real thing. I mean, it's not not that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is, because they would basically send the message down and then do the backspace on purpose. And that was the, that was the signal to the guy who received it to go, oh, this is the illegal message that we need to put over there. So while the actual, like, legit decoding would still oh. happen, they could go, oh, there was a backspace and a backspace. Because in reality, these people didn't fuck up that much. They were very good at their jobs. So they had their own kind of secret pipeline communication channel yes. alongside the legitimate one. And what are they, they communicating? Did. I'm a bit lost. Well, they're basically giving... I just mean emotionally. <clears throat> uh, no, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's because <laughs> Taylor and I have been messaging each other secretly. You two don't know what it's about. <laughs> Is Hannah okay? <laughs> they're just giving a heads up about the market movements in Paris so that you basically know, like, oh, we should sell a whole lot of this because the value of it went up in Paris and they shouldn't have any access to that information. Right. It's like the PPI. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what their message was for people like, throw one of the men out the tower, throw him out, throw him out. <laughs> Have you been missile PPI? Me, we. And cheval. I just love when people lose it, it's so great. <laughs> Oh, and this is the woman who brought us bin bag tonight. Like, she just, the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you. Yeah, All right. <laughs> this fraud worked beautifully. They got very, very wealthy. Wow. How long do you think the fraud worked? How long did they get yes. away with Oh, I think until, like, the iPhone 11. <laughs> <laughs> It's 
still going on. <laughs> yeah. Still bloody going on. Some poor fucker in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a scooter, they just shared it. Jim, just drive. No, it's not the system. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it went on for a while. 20 years. I'm going to give them 20 years. Oh, wow. 20 yeah. years. Okay. For some reason, I'm thinking nine months. I don't know. Maybe two people got married and had a baby. <laughs> I don't know where women were involved in this tower stuff. But... It's a very bloke-heavy crime, isn't it? No <laughs> one, one was talks about as a man. Them. It was Yentl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about Yentl. What a deep cut. <laughs> what a niche reference that I appreciate Barbara. so much. Love yes. Australia. Have you guys seen Yentl? Oh, yes. what a classic. I just did a Yentl crowd all along. <laughs> you didn't know. God, this was like, God, we got our first VCR. Young people at the front, you're familiar with the VCR. Yeah, 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 okay. And I was so excited, and my dad rented me three films. And so I was like, oh, this, okay, this is what I have to watch. It was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, <laughs> Yentl, <laughs> and West Side Story. Classic boomer parent stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boomer yeah. parent stuff. Yeah, and obviously yeah. the winner in that bunch is West Side Story. Yeah. Muggins here. This is back when they couldn't fit long films on one tape. I put the wrong one in. And I saw him get shot. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? She's really sad about this. Wow. Like, what is happening? And then it just ended. It was like 10 minutes. <laughs> so I watched the whole first bit like, oh my God. <laughs> this is so tragic. It's not going to work out well. Anyway. I love that we went there. I love that. Thanks, Yentl. Okay. Yeah. Any other guesses? How long did this fraud go on? Six years. Okay. So we got 26 and you nine said... Nine months for some reason. Nine months. Uh, Tower baby. You're closest. Tower baby. Two years. Tower baby. <laughs> it was two years. I mean, that's a long time for this to be going on. Um, their rivals in Bordeaux were furious at the Blanc brothers because... <laughs> Love those guys. They suspected, like, you have to be getting tip-offs, but they just could not figure out how in the world, because there was just no technology. They just couldn't figure that out. That airtight tower business. That airtight fucking tower business. <laughs> We got a guy that runs. <laughs> He's not heard about horses. <laughs> We've got a guy without asthma that <laughs> fucking runs. I guess you've never heard of Speedy Peach. <laughs> oh my god. So why was the crime finally discovered? What? Tower <laughs> baby talks. <laughs> Did you say tower baby talk? It took a few years. <laughs> Daddy's doing fraud. <laughs> Daddy goes to work and he cheats. <laughs> That's my toddler voice, I guess. What is that? <laughs> That's me when I was three. You're doing me when I was three. <laughs> Oh my god, my kid used to call meatballs people. I just remember this. Are you saying that soy and green is people as meatballs is your kid's dinner? Sorry, what? What did you just say? 
Soil and green is people. Oh, soil and green is people. Meeples We're bringing is... out all the classics. It's great. No, so it was great because one day we were at the playground and she was like, honey, should we go home? And she went, yes, go home and eat people. <laughs> and everyone was just like, <laughs> like, that's right, honey. Can I check one Nobody thing? makes better, better people than mommy. Is her dad Batman? <laughs> You think I have a Batman voice, and I find this very funny. No, I think you fucked Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm jealous. <laughs> oh my God, the Welsh Batman. <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? Where is she to now? Where is she? <laughs> Where are the toilets in here? <laughs> Freedom, but only after the Scottish. <laughs> the Welsh always say that. They always oh. say that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Why was the crime finally uncovered? Because <laughs> we've got Tower Baby Speaks. Oh, the crime. <laughs> well, normally, either they flew too close to the sun and they spent too much money and it was too obvious, or somebody got on, the tra- on the chain got screwed over and was like, I'm going to reveal everything. Okay. Um, okay. Or right. the guy got asthma. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why no message today? You haven't heard about Speedy Pete? (laughs) Speedy Pete lost his speed. (laughs) I don't even know what's going on. Is that the murder? Is that the murder? Okay, I shall tell you. One of the bribed operators, the first tower dude, the first bribed dude who Speedy Pete would run to, (laughs) got really sick and he confessed on his deathbed. No! I love that for him, though. That's really cool. Yeah, it's very like, here comes the Catholicism. I really would not have ever guessed that. No, that's incredible. I think, because I guess he was young enough to have a job, you know, he's not retired, and then he dies suddenly, and he's just like, I gotta gotta unburden my soul. See ya, assholes. (laughs) And he left towel babies from Paris to Bordeaux. Yeah. (laughs) So, to round this out, (laughs) the brothers and the rest of the conspirators, they were arrested in 1836. What was the punishment for their crimes? Guillotine. I love our shows. Like, only at our shows would you hear the murmuring of, like, guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw someone mime guillotine. it in the front row. <laughs> and guillotine. I said, guillotine. Oh, guillotine. <laughs> so <laughs> speedy. <laughs> so quick, so clean. I don't think they guillotine Pete, them. you run like a guillotine. <laughs> you got a big future ahead of you. I mean, yeah, I, I, death, death feels a bit much, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Killing them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them all they've done is they've like sort of intercepted a WhatsApp. That's all they've done. <laughs> yeah. them, they've hijacked the Maybe WhatsApp Maybe they got like employed to help stop other fraud people. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Well, I will tell you, the conspirators got prison sentences for the crime of accepting bribes. <laughs> Oh man, you've just been holding on to that the whole time. <laughs> like, no wait, no wait, no, not yet, not yet. There, no, I missed my chance. Here it is. I love it. It was, a, yeah, it was a really good choice. Of, yeah, I thought it was good. Well done. You should be, you should be very proud of yourself. It's good. The brothers walked free. 
<gasps> caught them bankers. What did we expect? Oh, my God. Well, why do you think they walked free? They could, have, they could afford good lawyers. It's a good guess. Yeah. They had dirt on guess. everyone else with the... No, that doesn't work. Yeah, they didn't have their fingerprints on this. Well, they... Yes, it was very progressive in France for the mentally ill back then. Um, well, basically, there was no law in place to prohibit anyone from hacking into oh, the system. They had nothing. Law. They had nothing on the books because no one had ever thought oh, to do this. Oh, they could have scooped it under another umbrella of laws. They do it all the time now. So they were, they were fined for bribing the workers because the crime of accepting a bribe was considered worse than actually bribing someone. <laughs> Which is interesting. But yeah, this became a landmark case in France. It prompted several laws forbidding fraud related to telecoms and still links to some of the modern laws today. And wow. then, just to round it out, the next day after the trial, the Blanc brothers were brutally murdered by... Oh, <laughs> For real? By oh a, scorned, a scorned lover who had... Oh, they it. Both been seeing them in secret. Power and she, baby. She cut up their limbs and ate them. She, That's not true. Of several How weeks. Is that the story? No, that's not true. It's not true. It was just. <laughs> it was just for any new listeners who are like, "This is a true crime podcast." <laughs> there you go. Have a look at yourselves. <laughs> to telecoms. Hey, telecoms! <laughs> right. I believe we've got someone called Hannah <gasps> in the audience who contacted us. Yes, come on up, Hannah. Come up, my sister. She, Hannah! She got in touch with us. Come on, Hannah! I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Hannah did. She gave us a five-star review <gasps> on Apple Podcasts and then asked to come on. Guess what? If you give us a five-star review, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hannah. How are you? Tell us your story. Well, I think in my um, comment I said you could choose between two crimes. Okay. Um, one was I got punched by an old lady at some traffic lights. What? <laughs> ten I'm out in. of ten. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. That. Or um, there was a time where I think I got almost recruited what I, to what I think was a cult. <laughs> Might have been a cult. Oh, but you're here, so we. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. I say almost. <laughs> yeah, that was the that's the operative Let's word. Let's start with so. the first one and see how we go. We've got eight minutes. Yeah, okay. we can do this. <laughs> I'll tell them quickly. Can you imagine what a great therapist? <laughs> we're really on to something. You have three minutes left, Paul. <laughs> Okay, so the first one, I got punched by an old lady at some traffic lights. I was on my local high street going to the shops, and um, I was at the traffic lights, and it was one of those ones where they have an island in the middle of them. Sure. Okay, so I, was, I, pressed, the, I pressed the button, and then I felt a, somebody poking my arm. So I thought they hadn't seen me press the button. So I pressed the button again, just to say I pressed the button. And then somebody punched me in the arm, and I turned around, and it was this old woman who... I don't want to be mean, female workplace, but it, <laughs> was um, she a horrible little bitch? <laughs> I can only describe her as like old crone. Oh, okay, like, okay. Proper, she pro like properly Disney old crone. Oh, proper Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and she she punched you. Yeah, she punched me, and then started saying, "You're going to jail. You're going to jail." I can't shout into this mic because it'll be too loud. Sh shout into no, the no, I can handle. Started saying, "You're going to jail. You're going to jail." I turned around like. 
uh, Madam, you assaulted... I went terribly posh at this stage. I went, Madam, you assaulted me. Um, <laughs> and she just kept shouting, you're going to jail, you're going to jail. So the lightweight green, we crossed, and then we got stuck in the, on the island because <laughs> Because it was one of those ones where one, one side goes green and then you're still waiting at the traffic light because the other side yeah. is still red. Oh. At which point there were two other people on the traffic light on the island and they were just like studiously avoiding and she was still shouting, saying, you're going to jail, you're going to jail. And I was going, you punched me. Um, and, and they were studious and the other two people were like studiously avoiding anything to do with it because London um, <laughs> uh-huh. just like if we don't look at it it doesn't happen um, so and then what happened I don't know she just like she kept just shouting at me you're going to jail I like and then just walked off and it's this is a very middle class crime because she went into Waitrose and I also wanted to go into Waitrose <laughs> So and it's only it's a little waitrose, so it's only like four uh, four aisles wide. So I spent she went into waitrose as well. So I spent like fifteen minutes tr- like walking around the waitrose trying to avoid her. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I hope you said no. I'm not. I'm going to waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, but like, okay. the, the mystery is who did she think I was? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, she definitely thought you were someone else, or she just really wanted to press the button herself. Yeah. <laughs> because genuinely, my kids do fight each other <laughs> to press the button. I remember being on a bus with you, Katie, and your two children, <laughs> and one of them pressed the button, and the other one was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was just like, oh shit, oh shit. Okay, sh- like, she has to get off at this stop, and then we'll get off with the other kid, and we'll go and collect her because they wanted to press those fucking buttons. <laughs> it was like, and good for them. Good, oh, good for them. They know what they want. Kids but, are apeshit about buttons. <laughs> the most angry I've ever seen my child is because I just didn't think she was going to push on the overground in time, so I did it. <laughs> also on the tube where you don't people. have to push it. You don't have to push buttons. You don't all have to push the, all the doors open. But those are great for kids because it's just like, yeah, you did that. <laughs> Anyway, so do you, oh, my dear. Do you think this old lady was just like regressing to her childhood? Yeah, she was just, oh, like, she was just you know, I have earned the right to push the button. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, my kids would shout, you're going to jail <laughs> if they didn't get to press the button. Um, oh, I, I, I just hope she got some nice, something nice in Waitrose. Um, I hope so, she too. did, too. And some, and Actually, did some you, mental help. Did you see her in Waitrose? What did she buy? I didn't see her at the tills. I was just studiously avoiding you were her. Trying to, yeah. yeah. Now, did she draw you into the cult? Because this is all coming. <laughs> yeah, from the cult. They were like one year apart. <laughs> all right, tell us very quickly about the cult, because we're gonna go home and be like, what was that cult story? <laughs> yeah, the cult one is quite long-winded. I'll try and keep it short. But so basically, I just again same high street. I really think I should have put this high street, <laughs> but it is my local high street, so it's I mean, very it's hard. It's got to a waitrose, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a nice high street. Um, so I had just come out from a driving lesson, and I was going to get some lunch, and then there was these two girls that stopped me as they were doing this like. Um, you know the Humans of New York thing where they take your photo and they do like a nice caption and stuff? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so they did that and then they did like a little quiz and they, they said, oh, we want to catch up later, like in about a week's time to do like a proper sort of interview. Can we take your number? 
And then um, they kept texting me. They, there was like some vaguely sort of Christian questions about like, oh, what do you think about God or the meaning uh, of life or something like that? It's like, vaguely. In retrospect, it was obvious. Um, but um, yeah, and then I realized, and they kept texting me about like going to like, hey, oh, there's this really cool event that we think you'll like, but it was like weirdly <clears> at <throat> St. Pancras Station. It's in the Pancratidia, and St. Pancras Station is just like, this feels weird. Um, so I went, oh, no, sorry, I'm really busy at work I can't let's just meet up on Sunday and then they were just like that's our favorite day <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then like so I met up with this girl who yeah and so um, met up on, in the uh, the Pancotidia on my local high street uh, where we would agree to meet and she went oh it's a shame you would have loved the event we had this really amazing speaker and then like the speaker from the event turned up and I went okay this is now weird um, who was the speaker was it God <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know. And he said, and, uh, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a shining light. No, it was just this woman. And, they, and then she brought out a Bible, and they started talking about Bible verses. And I just went, this is getting weird. Oh. <laughs> and then, and how polite like, is Hannah? It's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, I'm going to see how this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they were just talking about like the spiritual, like the spiritual fruit, and you know, like pray and like reading Bible verses and stuff. I was just like, this is very odd. Did I'm you really? Get a, you were did just you like, get a I just want my killing. photo on Instagram. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, can we just do the interview now? <laughs> I have like a nice feel-good quote. Um, <laughs> just um, put on this little white cap and red gown. Yeah, and red robe. And, uh, just, yeah, just, Hannah, just, just, just drink this drink. <laughs> um, Hannah, you would have earned you would have earned this booze just with the first story, but you have doubly earned the bubbles that we shall give you. So thank you for sharing. That. I always remember actually a similar thing Hannah where somebody I was walking to a tube station and somebody passed me a pamphlet and just said salvation for your soul and I said oh no thank you and it was like I just felt really bad because I was like felt very arrogant actually but I was like I don't want to I don't want to be salvationed <laughs> salvationed we have just enough time somebody's going to jail <laughs> So Chandra, please tell us, what have you got coming up? Where can we find you? What's going on? What's happening? I'm going to Edinburgh for a full run with my stand-up show, which is called I Miss Amy Winehouse. Do people miss her? I really miss her. So in in one hour, I just solve the problem of longing um, so ah. with slides and quizzes and comedy, so it'd be fine. Um, so please come. What time are you on? 12.15pm, so it's, it is lunchtime, which is essentially 9am during the fringe. Um, <laughs> Paradise in the Vault is under a church, so I'm not doing Sundays, no. Um, please come and oh, at Sir Chandra Kasi on Twitter. If you can spell it, you'll find me. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I can't wait to see your show in Edinburgh. That's good. Yes, yeah, we will really definitely fun. come along. I love a 12 o'clock show. Yes. I think that's great. Yeah. There'll be a lot of parents being like, is this a children's show? <laughs> and I'll be like, it's about grief. <laughs> and they will leave. <laughs> no, I think, you'll, I think it'll be great. What inspired you to do a show about Amy Winehouse? Because you were talking earlier. In oh, the, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a nostalgic show, so I'm the same age as Amy Winehouse. Yes, I'm nearly a milestone age next year. And uh, 
That's the one, thank you. I'm so young. <laughs> I don't know what we're clapping. Um, back back in the noughties, I used to work and party in Camden quite a lot. I don't know if some of you here used to do that as well. And so when she was in her heyday, um, me and my friends would always say that, oh, she's in the next pub. You'll definitely get to meet her because she's my hero. And maybe I did, maybe I didn't. You have to come to the show to find. Ooh. Quite the mystery, eh? Love a cliffhanger. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for coming out. You guys have been absolutely amazing. And thank you again to Sachandra Shakrabarty. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.